Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome Brad to New York. Paul. This is the Devil's State of Mind Podcast, brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. Now here's your host, Neil Villapiano! And what is going on, Devils fans? For the first time in a long time, it is your host, your best friend, your confidant, your number one source, Neil Villapiano, and welcome to a much-anticipated episode of the Devil's State of Mind podcast right here on the Hockey Podcast Network as well as Sportswire Radio, the best place to get everything you need to know about your new Jersey Devils. As always, guys, I really do uh, want to thank you for taking time out of your day to check these episodes out. I greatly, greatly appreciate it, and I know it's been a while. Um, obviously, I'm recording this on uh, Wednesday night, November 1st. Um, you guys have not heard from me since we did our end of the preseason kind of season preview with New Jersey Hockey Now's James Nichols. And I'm sure a lot of you have been wondering, where the heck have I been? Because obviously, I've been able to you know, watch most of the games and cover them and everything like that. <clears throat> but you guys haven't... Uh, you guys haven't seen or heard the podcast in quite some time. And just to kind of give you a brief idea, um, I unfortunately have been dealing or was dealing with uh, remnants from when I had COVID a couple of weeks ago. I ended up getting it. Um, I got it around, I want to say, I think it was like right towards the end of the preseason. And, you know, it, obviously it took a lot out of me, wasn't able to do a whole lot of work. And then the weeks after that, it was kind of a struggle to get fully back to health and only recently have been, have I been able to, um, you know, go out again and see people and, and obviously try to get back into some sort of a routine. Um, so obviously I do feel bad in a way that, uh, wasn't able to be consistent with my content and give you guys podcast episodes. Um, but I thank everybody for their, for, um, for their patience and, uh, waiting until obviously now. So you guys will check out this episode on Thursday morning, um, November 2nd, right before the Devils begin their four-game road trip with a game, the second of a back-to-back, more or less, second of a back-to-back against the uh, Minnesota Wild. And then they play St. Louis the following night, uh, Friday night. So Devils, again, off for a handful of days, and we'll talk about these long breaks uh, a little bit later here. But 
Before we jump in, just want to give a quick shout out, want, as always, to our sponsors. First and foremost, SeatGeek. You can get $20 off your first purchase. And especially with the season going on right now, SeatGeek gives you the best opportunity to get the best seats for the lowest price for any Devils game, any sporting event, or even any concert. So when you check out at SeatGeek, make sure to use my promo code DEVILSTATEOFMIND to get $20 off your first purchase. Shout out as always to our good friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. And we just had our sports equinox where all five major sports were playing at the same time. Obviously, now the World Series, by the time you guys listen to this, the World Series is now over. So the baseball season is over. But obviously, hockey is fully underway. You got the NBA rolling. You obviously got the NFL and college football and so many other sports. So with all that going on, you already know the DraftKings Sportsbook is your number one destination to get in on all of the huge cash prizes. So if you want to get in on the action, go to DraftKings Sportsbook right now. Sign up. Use our promo code THPN. And as always... Tell them that your boy, Neil Villapiano, sent you. <clears throat> also, we do have Raycon rejoining us here as another sponsor of the Devil State of Mind podcast. And, of course, with the Hockey Podcast Network as well. And, guys, I've mentioned it before, but I'll mention it again. If you want the best listening earbuds, headphones for half the price of the other major brands, go to buyraycon.com slash THPN to get 20% off your orders. Again, buyraycon.com slash THPN. THPN. And last but certainly not least, shout out to our friends over at Horns and Tail Napa Valley, the official wine club of the New Jersey Devils and the official wine sponsor of the Devil State of Mind podcast. And you can get some really great tasting wine with very, very specific and cool Devil's wine bottles. They are perfect for the Devil's fan in your life. So when you use my promo code, as you can see below, Devil State, you can get 10% off each order. So again, Devil State for 10% off your order. And shout out to all of our sponsors, as always, for sponsoring the Devil State of Mind podcast and also the Hockey Podcast Network. So yeah. Like I said, it has obviously been almost a month since the last time you either saw here on YouTube. Again, check us out. The podcast is now on YouTube. Or, you know, you listen to wherever you uh, listen to your podcast. It has been about a month since you last heard from me. And uh, I'm just really happy to finally be able to do an episode to feel good enough to do it. Um, and obviously, I have a lot to talk about as we're going to do what I would call basically a generalized look at the Devils through eight games so far. One of the things that I decided to do just for my own evaluation is to look at where the team is after 10 games. So you go 10 games, then another 10 games, and another 10 games, and that's the way that I will evaluate this team. A little bit different because um, I can only see the team through eight games, but they'll get to 10 by the end of Friday night's game against the St. Louis Blues. But I'm going to basically go over all of my observations of what I've seen so far from the Devils, what I like, what I don't like, you know, what's really caught my uh, my eye and everything like that. The second thing we're going to do is recap this last week, this very busy last week that the Devils had. A uh, little bit less this week, but uh, again, they play three out of the next four days starting on Thursday. Um, so they'll be certainly a lot busier at the back end of this week. But again, we'll recap, you know, generalized recap of just how everything went this past week. And then again, we'll look ahead to the three games the Devils have this upcoming week um, and kind of just talk about all of that. So as always, guys, we have a bunch to get to here on the Devil's State of Mind podcast. 
So let's not waste any more time and get rolling. And we'll get rolling and drop the puck. Again, going through my first topic, which is the generalizations. By the way, if you haven't checked out Stat Muse, highly recommend it. Because not only do you get these obviously very cool cartoonish pictures of certain players, but... They, they do a really good job of like simplifying everything and getting you the information that you use. And if you guys check out my articles, both on the hockey writers and also on Big Apple Hockey, which by the way, I put out a new article on each website the past two days. Well, by the time you guys are listening, this will be the last three days. Highly recommend you go check them out again on the hockey writers in the devil section and the devil section of Big Apple Hockey. But highly recommend that you guys, um, you guys check this out and give them support because they do a fantastic job. But anyway, let's get to our observations. So first and foremost, starting with where the Devils are right now. They are currently 5-2-1, 11 points, and they are second in the Metropolitan Division. One point ahead, or excuse me, right now they are third in the... Um, in the Metropolitan Division, behind the Carolina Hurricanes and the New York Rangers. The Rangers have gotten off to a very good start. Devils are one of, as you can see, four teams with 10 or more points so far this season. And obviously, again, it is still fairly early in the year, and everybody's pretty bunched up. Penguins obviously off to a slow start, and that really doesn't surprise me all that much, if I'm being honest with you. A uh, couple of other, other observations right now. The power play for this team is leaps and bounds better than what it was last year and what it has been over the last handful of years. Travis Green has certainly been able to find this tremendous early success with how these guys are setting up and the success rate. They currently have, as you can see in the left side here, a 42.4% success rate on the man advantage, which is well Best in the National Hockey League. They have 14 power play goals so far. That is the most that a team has scored in a single month since I believe the Buffalo Sabres about two years ago. So really the Devils power play has been absolutely tremendous. I know people want to say, oh, the Devils are being power play merchants. To which I respond with, look, you can't give this Devils team too many opportunities with the amount of talent that we have on the top six and just the depth that we have scoring wise on this team overall, you, you can't give this devil's team too many opportunities because they will take advantage of it. And that's exactly what they've done so far this year. And it is really, really great to see. Now the penalty kill has not been great. The Devils have been very undisciplined through the first eight games of the year, been on the penalty kill quite a lot, and they only have a 75% exactly success rate in the penalty kill, which is towards the bottom of the NHL at 21st overall. So that is something that certainly from the special team's perspective needs to improve here as we go along. Now, Kind of sticking with the things that I'm not exactly thrilled about, and that is looking at the goaltending with Vitek Vanacek and also Akira Schmid. And let's start with talking about Vitek Vanacek. I'm gonna just gonna show you guys um, just basically, you know, what you see here. I want you guys to see again. If you're on, if you're watching this on YouTube, you guys can see this, but I'm still gonna obviously let you guys. Um, know the stats anyway. So, so far this season for Vitek Vanacek, he has been in six games. He has started five of them, has a 4-2-0 record, but with a disappointing .895 save percentage and a .324 goals against average. And I know I talked about and hyped up a lot about the goaltending going into the season, 
But so far through eight games, neither one of these guys have really, really gotten off to a good start. It still looks to be a major problem. There have been a lot of close games so far, a lot of games in which the Devils have given up three or more goals. In half of the games this year, the Devils have given up three or more goals. This is not what the Devils wanted. Now, is it completely on the goaltending? No. I think there also have been issues on the defensive side. John Marino has gotten off to a pretty slow start. Not really sure why. Brendan Smith continues to be such a liability on the back end. And I know chemistry is still trying to figure itself out, but clearly some things need to change. Colin Miller obviously is on IR, so we, you know, I guess we'll see when he's going to be able to come back. Um, and we'll talk about the injuries in a little bit as well. But obviously, uh, you know, it's not the defense as a, as a whole and the defense in the goaltending together has not been where we need it to be. That's the issue that we're having. So again, looking at VTech, he does have a, you know, 4-2-0 record, which is solid. But again, the goal, the save percentage and the goals against average both need to be going in the opposite directions. You need that save percentage to be over 9, and you certainly need that goals against average to uh, decrease to below 3. Now talking about Akira Schmidt, who has really, really, really been awful through the first two games. And I know people will look at the win-loss record and say, well, Neil, he's been able to earn three of the possible four points that he's uh, been able to. Well, he's played in three games. He's won just one of them. He didn't get the win in one of the games that he played because VTech came in for him after getting off to a slow start. So Akira looks very much like he needs more time down in the American Hockey League. I know that he had that phenomenal run in the playoffs last year, but things spiraled out of control in the second round against Carolina. And through three games that he has played in so far this year, he has not been um, what we need him to be. Uh, again, 1-0-1 record, but he has a .863 save percentage and a 4.07 Goals against average. That is not good. That the Devils are more or less averaging giving up three to four goals a night. And yes, the Devils offense has certainly been tremendous so far. But there's going to be times, not just during the regular season, but into the playoffs, where the offense is not going to be there as a whole. And so you need you need the entire team to be able to do their job, do it well on a consistent basis. And right now, the goaltending and the defense need a lot of help. And I think right now another issue is Lindy Ruff has not decided to play either one of these netminders more than once. Um, and what I mean by that is that he continues to, every other game, he's flipping to either VTech or Schmidt, VTech or Schmidt, and it's... We need to start establishing, in my opinion, uh, our number one guy. We need to get on a little bit of a roll here. And I think right now, VTech is the more likely option. I just wouldn't be surprised, though, if Lindy, with the, with, you know, back to back coming up, that he plays VTech in one game and plays Akira in the other. Um, but this is something that I think needs to be addressed and needs to, to get better at if, um, if they want to get, if they want to get, uh, if they want to get better. So the goaltending and defense needs improvement for sure. Now, let's kind of get back to the positives. And I want to talk about some, you know, specific players that really, really have stood out so far. And the first one should come as no surprise to anybody, and that is Jack Hughes. Uh, Jack Hughes 
right now, in my opinion, is the early favorite to win the Hart Trophy as league MVP. Five goals, 13 assists, 18 points in just eight games. He currently leads the NHL in points. And again, not a surprise. He has been phenomenal. He was on a seven-game point streak before being held pointless uh, in the win against Minnesota over the past weekend. And then we got some pretty big, awesome news for Jack Hughes. Um, actually, it was earlier today as we found out that Jack Hughes has been named the NHL's first star of the month for the month of October. So it's Jack Hughes, again, five goals, 13 assists, 18 points. Elias Pettersson was named the second star of the month with five goals, 11 assists for 16 points in nine games played. And David Pasternak, not surprisingly, off to another very good start for the Bruins. Eight goals, six assists, 14 points in nine games. And then you look down here on, on um, the NHL Public Relations Twitter account saying Jack Hughes became the first player on any team to collect at least 18 points within his first eight games of a campaign since Tomas Vanek back in 2012-13 when he had eight goals, 11 assists for 19 points in eight games when he was with the Buffalo Sabres. So yeah, Jack Hughes has certainly had the best start of his still young NHL career. And he's showing right away that obviously last year was not a fluke, that this is now the norm, that he is going to be this elite talent. And with McDavid, obviously he missed a couple of games and he's gotten off to a slow start due to injury. Um, and yes, Austin Matthews has been playing well as well. I still think that Jack Hughes right now is the early favorite. According to DraftKings Sportsbook, um, Jack Hughes has the second highest odds behind Connor McDavid to win the Hart Trophy. So... Hopefully for you know all of us here, Jack Hughes continues his torrid start. Um, it would be great to see him get 20-plus points by the end of 10 games. Right now, he's on pace to get a, you know 160-plus points. Do I think he ends up getting there? It's hard to tell, just eight games in. But if he continues to play at this level, he will certainly do that for sure. And it really, really is great to see Jack Hughes start the way that he is. And like I said, hopefully he can... Um, he could continue to do so as we progress on this season. Next guy I want to quickly talk about is Jesper Bratt, who is not, once again, is not getting a ton of recognition, Be even though he has gotten off to another phenomenal start. Six goals, eight assists, 14 points in these eight games. He is currently third in the NHL in points as well. So the Devils have two of the top three and certainly two of the top five highest point getters so far early this year. I think Brat is starting to find that consistency more, which again is something we've talked about numerous times that needs to improve. And that's really important that he's starting to find that. And the big hope is that he can continue with this, that he doesn't allow himself to disappear for four or five games straight. He just continues to improve, continue to find that consistency more, and really get himself going even more. So Jesper Bratt, off to another fantastic start, up there in points amongst the top in the NHL. And just like with Jack Hughes, we hope he can continue with that success. Now, let us talk about one of the newest acquisitions for the Devils this past offseason, and that is Tyler Toffoli. Because Tyler Toffoli last week had an absolutely phenomenal, phenomenal week. Six goals, one assist, seven points 
in four games played, including getting a hat trick against his former team in the Montreal Canadiens. And then the following game, getting himself back-to-back games with two or more goals in the loss to the Washington Capitals. And for his performance, he was named the NHL's top star of the first star of the week this past week, as you can see here by the NHL's public relations. And it says here, Tyler Toffoli led the NHL with six goals in four games to power the Devils to a 3-1-0 week. He recorded his fifth career hat-trick against Montreal back on the 24th and followed it up with another three points the following night at home against the Washington Capitals. So Tyler Toffoli and Jack Hughes, their chemistry has been nothing short of phenomenal. And when I was writing my article for Big Apple Hockey talking about the, the chemistry and the dynamic duo of Hughes and Toffoli, get this, nine of the 18 points, so half of the points that Jack Hughes has gotten has had Tyler Toffoli involved, whether it's an assist or Jack Hughes setting up Toffoli for a goal. It's it's clearly obvious that these two are in sync right away. They did a really good job of that in the preseason and also, you know, certainly in training camp. It was talked about a lot. And this is great to see. And Toffoli is off to a really, really good start here with the New Jersey Devils. And if he keeps this up, I think the Devils will certainly make an even bigger push to try to get Toffoli to sign long-term. Remember, earlier this offseason, we heard from Toffoli's dad that really the goal for Tyler Toffoli this year is to have another great year, help this Devils team take that next step in towards getting to that elusive Stanley Cup and to ultimately sign long-term in New Jersey. And I think for Toffoli, it's understandable at this point in his career that the Devils are one of those teams that gives him a really good chance to compete for a Stanley Cup and maybe multiple if the Devils uh, are truly going to have that success. But Toffoli's off to a great start, and, you know, it's it's really just great to see. That, that's really how I would put it uh, very simply here. So looking at some other things here, let's talk about Luke Hughes. Luke Hughes, man, in his first now full-season NHL, he looks very comfortable out there. He really does. He's finding his way in the NHL right now. A goal, five assists, six points, which I believe is currently tied for the second most or tied for the first. He's up there in the top three in points for rookies. Um, I think his defensive play has gotten better. I know that was a question mark of his when you look at you know what he was going to um how he was going to be, you know, when you saw him in Michigan and even when he was playing for the U.S. National Development Team, there was a lot of questions as to, you know, his defense and needing to work on it. And it's gotten better. He's made some mistakes here or there throughout the year, but he's a rookie learning. Nonetheless, I think it has gotten better. He's getting a lot more minutes. He's getting a lot more trust. He's one of the, he's one of the quarterbacks on our power play now. It's really great to see him blossoming this quickly. And when you think about it, Here's something crazy. Jack Hughes leads the NHL in points. Luke Hughes is tied for the league lead in points for rookies. And Quinn Hughes leads the NHL in plus minus. So right now, in this moment, the Hughes family is the talk of the NHL. And hopefully that can continue. Um, and it's it's really great to see, and especially for the Devils, you got two of the three Hughes brothers playing so well right now in New Jersey. And it's great to see Luke, you know, finding his way ever so slowly here. Well, not slowly. He's finding his way pretty quickly in the NHL. And, uh, you know, I'm excited to see what he can continue to contribute 
throughout the year. So those are kind of the main player observations that I've seen so far. Other guys that obviously, you know, the, the one guy that stands out to me that really does need to get better is Dawson Mercer. He has looked very lost out there. Not really sure exactly what the issue is and what he's dealing with. Um, but nonetheless, they do need to get him going um, ASAP because, you know, especially with him being in a contract here, he's a restricted free agent at season's end. He needs to showcase himself a lot more if he wants to, um, if he wants to get himself going. So, yeah, nonetheless, just a really, really, uh, really solid performance from a lot of guys. Timo Myers, you know, a little slow, but he's starting to get himself, especially after he was benched um, against Florida. Um, you know, want to see, but again, I'm good. I'm glad to see the offense rolling the way that it is. And I want to see that defensive goaltending get better. And that's going to start with this game on Thursday night against Minnesota. And they just got to keep going from there. So now let's shift over and recap this last week for the Devils in which they finished winning three out of their four games, going three, one, and oh. And we'll start with the game in Montreal against the Montreal Canadiens. And the Devils came away with a Pretty decisive 5-2 win in Montreal against the Habs. It's a 5-2 win. Big things coming out of this one. Tyler Toffoli, as mentioned before, had his hat trick, his first hat trick as a New Jersey Devil. He really had a tremendous game in his own right. Um, Jack Hughes had himself four assists in that game. One of his uh, better games, that one. He definitely he got points on all three goals for Tyler Toffoli. And overall, a really good game to start the week and another good win on the road. So that is kind of a, that is a good start. And that's the way that we like to see it. And I think that the big thing for me also in that game was the fact that the Devils got off to a slowish start. But at the same time, I felt that as the period progressed, they got better. And I think you're starting to see that more and more where the slow starts are happening less and less. And the Devils are starting games off a lot quicker and getting on teams earlier, which obviously is very, very important in, um, in trying to get it done. So now we'll shift over to the following night in the game against the Washington Capitals. In a crazy game, the Devils unfortunately dropped this one at home on, on, in national, on national TV, excuse me, uh, six to four. And it was a frustrating one because it started with, you know, v, um, Akira Schmidt really struggled in that first period, gave up three goals, Capitals up three, nothing. The Devils exploded for four goals in the second period to take a four to three lead. And then Vitek Vanacek, just like Schmidt, imploded in the third period and the Capitals ended up with the six to four win in that one. It really was a crazy game in which honestly the Devils didn't deserve to win, and so them losing in that fashion, I think was just I think was just important. I, I think it's it's one of those things where like when they lose, it sucks that they lost, but you also look at it and say, well, they really didn't deserve to win that game anyway. Um, some positives though is like I said, Devils came back from down 3-0 to take a four to three lead. Jack Hughes finished with three assists in this one, so that makes it now seven assists in back. You know, in the last two games combined, Tyler Toffoli added his fourth and fifth goal of the year, or excuse me, his uh, fifth and sixth goal, but his fourth and fifth of the week with two more. Uh, and so again, five goals in two games, but ultimately, again, the goaltending and defense was 
a problem in this game, and it ultimately cost the Devils in that one. So, fortunately for the Devils, they were able to respond to that with going up against the Buffalo Sabres on Friday night at home, and they came away with a close 5-4 to four win in this one to kind of redeem themselves. The big story in this one, which is still a factor at the time of this recording, is the hit that New Jersey native Connor Clifton, defenseman for the Buffalo Sabres, hit Nico Escher up high. He sure was slow to get up. I think he ended up playing a, de- a little bit afterwards, uh, but then eventually did not return to the game. He is listed as day-to-day with an upper body injury. Uh, Tom Fitzgerald and Lindy Ruff both said today after practice that they don't expect Nico Heischer, uh, Colin Miller, or Tomas Nosek to be traveling with the team on their four-game road trip. So, it's going to be some time before Nico Heischer, at least Nico Heischer, um, is going to uh, is going to be returning. And I think personally, he's dealing with a concussion because if you look at the severity of the hit and how he reacted and where he was hit, it kind of feels like that it was up in the area where it would be a concussion. But it is kind of hard to say. Uh, but nonetheless, he's going to be out with an upper body injury. So not. Not what you want to see from your captain being out for some time, especially that he's gotten off to somewhat of a slow start. Positive things to look at, though. Eric Holland with his best game of the year. He had himself two goals in this one. Alexander Holtz got the first goal for the Devils. Playing on that fourth line, he was standing in front of net, just poked one in on a rebound. It was great to see. He's starting to find his game more and more, which is great, even though he's not getting very many, you know, you know, very many minutes. So also mention really quickly, by the way, that Connor Clifton uh, is serving currently a two-game suspension for that hit. So I believe the next game that the Sabres play, he'll be allowed to come back. But the Devils, again, struggled defensively, kind of let the Sabres just hang around more or less. I mean, again, it was 3-3 three to three going into um, going into the third period, and then you had you know, Jack Hughes get himself a power play, you know, power play goal. And then Eric Hall added an empty net goal, which was important. And, you know, he had a chance. He had a chance um, to get himself uh, another goal. Or, excuse me, Eric Hall had the game-winning goal. He had a chance to get an empty net goal, which would have given him a hat trick. But uh, it was not meant to be, which is unfortunate. But nonetheless, Devils were able to hold on and get themselves a much-needed win to bounce back after their loss to the Washington Capitals. And that got them ready for Sunday's game. Sunday evening afternoon, it was a 5 o'clock game um, at home against the Minnesota Wild. Now, here's kind of the funny thing going into that game. The Devils had not beaten the Minnesota Wild in, I think, like seven years up until that point. This was one of those teams, and the Central Division in general has been kind of an annoying one for the New Jersey Devils. But the Devils were finally able to get a win against the Minnesota Wild, holding on again for dear life as they came away with a 4-3 win at home against Minnesota. Jesper Bratt with his best offensive game. He had two goals and assist in this one. Luke Hughes had himself his first multi-point game of the year. He added two assists. Toffoli added a goal, his sixth goal of the week and seventh overall, as mentioned before. Eric Hall had one, so that's three goals in the last two games. And as mentioned before, Jack Hughes, for the first time this season, was held without a point. So his seven-game point streak to start the year comes to an end. So he'll look to start a new one um, on Thursday against the same Minnesota Wild team. 
But overall, from a win-loss perspective, Devils were able to have a really good week of winning, of going 3-1-0. and And so they have a little bit shorter of a week. But again, three games and four nights to begin this four-game road trip uh, here against the Central Division. But I think overall, like I said, there were positives, there were negatives. I would say that despite the Devils' 5-2-1 record, it has been somewhat of a of a up and down year so far for the Devils. You know, there's like I said, there are some good things to look at and say, yeah, I think they're I think they're, you know, their offense is generating really well. I think that's really important. Um but, you know, the defense is still somewhat of an issue. The goaltending is still somewhat of an issue, but it's still relatively early. Yeah, we're not even 10 games into the season here, and we're now into the month of November. So there's a lot of hockey still left to play and a lot more time to kind of get them, um, to kind of get everybody in place and playing at the highest level that they can. Because I believe that the Devils have still yet to play um, to their to their highest level yet. I still think they have a long way to go, which is good because if they're 5-2-1 and one and still have yet to play their best hockey, there's still a lot more uh, that you're going to be able to save. So lastly here, before we wrap up this episode, wanted to quickly show you guys the next up-and-coming games for the Devils. There are three this week. Again, Thursday, when you guys are listening to this, Thursday, November 2nd. So if you guys are listening to this when it comes out, it will be game day. 8 o'clock start time in Minnesota against the Wild. The following night, they travel to St. Louis to take on the Blues. Again, another 8 o'clock start on that one. And then Sunday is going to be a big one. At Chicago, 7 p.m. start, but it'll be that big matchup of Jack Hughes against Connor Bedard. That's going to be one that uh, a lot of people are going to be uh, very excited to see. And then they have two games next week that I'll just quickly mention here, but we'll talk about more next week. And that is to finish up that road trip in Colorado against the Avalanche. That'll be a nationally televised game on TNT. And the Devils will finally be back home in about nine, eight days from now when they once again are at home against the Washington Capitals. So a decent amount of games here that the Devils can certainly win and uh, continue to get off to a good start here. I will have a better um, evaluation. I think what I'm going to do for the next episode, which will come out next Monday, will be really kind of three things that are good right now for the Devils and three things that are not good right now for the Devils through 10 games. And we'll do this through 10 games every single time we get to that point. But I think overall it has been a solid start for this, uh, for this Devils team and hopefully they can continue to, um, to generate success you know, moving forward. I'm really hoping that they can continue to start to build up wins. The defense gets a little bit better and we go from there. But again, thank you all so much for you know being patient with me. I'm obviously excited to be back doing these episodes. Gonna get gonna try to get a little bit more consistent so you guys know that I'm putting out episodes and covering this team that is the New Jersey Devils. But thank you all so much, and we will see you in the next episode. Have a good one, everybody. And as always, let's go, Devils. The new NFL season is going strong. And DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger. Bet 5 bucks on any game this week to score $200 instantly in bonus bets. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game day this October. 
Get in on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code THPN. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the NFL. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, licensee partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gambling resources. What's up, Devils fans? It may be too early to start decorating for the holidays, but it's never too early to start your holiday shopping. Why not take care of it now, before the crowds and packed calendars make shopping a total nightmare? Especially when you can't get some of the best deals of the season well before Black Friday, you can shop Raycon products right now and save up to 50% off because their early Black Friday sale is going on now. And you guys have heard me talk about Raycon's products before. The ones that I particularly love are their earbuds because they're gel fit, which means they don't fall out. They're water resistant. They're waterproof. They're, they're really great. And they give you such great, I mean, such great quality. They also have noise canceling as well. There's just so much to offer with Raycon. They first made a name for themselves in the audio space with products like their everyday earbuds, known for delivering high quality and thoughtful features like a 32-hour battery life and a perfect in-ear fit for all-day wear and lasting comfort. And this past year, they expanded their entire business with the introduction of Raycon Home and Raycon Power Tech, which is their five-star reviewed Magic 180 cable, allows you to charge iOS, micro USB, and Type-C devices eight times faster with 100-watt powering delivery. Raycon is known for delivering high-quality and thoughtful features at half the price of other premium tech brands. It's no wonder their products have racked up tens of thousands of five-star reviews. To get everyone in on the holiday shopping spirit a bit early, Raycon is offering 20% off everything on their site with select products up to 50% off. So beat the crowds and save now. Trust me, you do not want to miss out on Raycon's early Black Friday sale. And if you hurry up now, go to buyraycon.com slash THPN to get 20 to 50% off site-wide. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score up to 50% off Raycon products. Buyraycon.com slash THPN.